0: Hello and welcome to the Ideology Podcast. I'm Dr. Tim Ziddle, at Dr. Tim Ziddle on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create informative and short episodes designed to make personal growth and development fun again so you can cut the learning curve and become the best version of yourself while creating success at any level. Here we go. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm laughing to start off this episode because I was uh, I was just introduced to a story from a long time ago, a guy by the name of Woodrow Wilson, you may have heard of him. Once he was asked how long it would take for him to prepare a 10-minute talk. And he said it would take him about two weeks. And then he was asked, well, how long would it take you to prepare for a one-hour speech? And he said, it would probably take me about a week. And and confused the person said, well, well, how long would it take to prepare a two-hour speech? And he said, oh, heck, I could could give that right now. (laughs) One of the things I'm actively learning and that I love so much about doing this podcast is that with every episode, as I'm trying to bring relevant information to you guys, I'm actively learning things myself. And one of the things I'm learning is it is an incredible art form to take relevant information and boil it down to only the smallest bits that are going to make the biggest impact. So if I had any quick tips for you to start off today's episode, which is so applicable as we're going to be talking about the how, uh, it would be, hey, f- practice finding ways to speak your message, to share your story, but only the most relevant points, most relevant details, and still be able to capture the emotion of it, still be able to capture the the impact of it, you will be so glad that you did that. It will make you such a better communicator and people will want to listen to you. So without further ado, I'm going to dive right in. I know last time we were talking about the why. This time we're going to be talking about the how, and then in the next episode, we will cover the what. And this is all centered around what we talked about last time, Simon Sinek's, the golden circle premise. And I'm really excited to talk about this with you guys because this the golden circle was probably one of the first catalysts in my personal growth journey. And you know by now, if you're into the second episode or the third overall recording, that the Ideology Podcast is about making personal growth and development fun again. And so um, I want to bring this to you guys in a way that's really, really easy to break down, understand, and dive into, uh, that it makes it fun again. And that's why I'm so excited. Last time we had to talk about the why, and now we get to talk about the how. And so with that, we're gonna break down the middle ring of the golden circle. So the inside ring is the why, then the middle ring is the how, the outside ring is the what. And again, you can find out more about this by researching or Googling Simon Sinek's TED Talk, How Great Leaders Inspire Action, or uh, you can just Google the golden circle and, uh, and and there will be a lot of really cool information comes up. So just to give a recap, right? Last time we talked about the why. And in Simon Sinek's The Golden Circle, the why uh, is, is surrounded by the premise that very, very few organizations know why they do what they do. Very, very few people know why they do what they do. And it's not about making money. It's not about having things. The why is... A purpose, it's a cause or a belief, and and it's designed to tap into the reason why you exist or the reason why your organization or your hobby is, is important, why it exists. And, and it's meant to be communicated in a way that taps into the part of your brain that influences behavior or the limbic system. And you can look up more information about that. It is absolutely incredible. If you've ever made a decision and it was a gut decision, that is your limbic brain most people make decisions, buying decisions, which every decision is a buying decision, whether it's at the grocery store picking up a product or it's in a friendship deciding whether you want to take it to the next level or you want to keep them surface level. These are all buying into decisions and that's all an emotional thing. So with that, the how, as 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 written uh, by a guy by the name of Dan Wall, he, he said that the how defines that is defined by the why, but it, it guides our actions and the way that we manifest our higher purpose. So the why is the higher purpose. The how is going to be expressing the values that come from the why. So if you think about the why is the concept, the how is the actual action slash strategy slash concept. This is how the why is Lived out. And so what you might say is that the how is the, the why is the purpose. The how is the process. It's specific actions you're going to take to realize your why. And with that, there's a couple different things that, that make up the how. Okay, the first thing that makes up the how is your strength. So you have to understand that when you come to the table, you are designed uniquely and beautifully, but that you're going to have strengths that are different from other people. Now, here's a really, really important time that you're going to want to stifle the negative self-talk. How often have we sat there when we've thought about how we want to execute on this deeper purpose, this thing that's burning a hole in our hearts, our our, our most Impactful passion, and we sit there and we give ourselves all the reasons why we aren't talented enough, we aren't strong enough, we aren't capable enough for doing it. You're you're killing your how. You're killing your ability to execute on your deepest purpose, your burning desire. A really good example. Of this would be uh, this podcast itself. For years, I had an idea and I had a vision. I had a dream that I wanted to do this podcast. Not to not to pat on. You know my own back or to to beat on my own chest to bring attention to myself but really because i felt like all of these super incredible people that have poured into me that have taught me that have mentored me over the years i wanted to share that i wanted to send that information back out so that kids my age when i first started learning about these things 12 years old 13 years old 14 years old working jobs owning my own business being an entrepreneur You know that these kids are cutting the learning curve, that they're starting to jump into success long before they get into college. And then you have all these individuals, now they're in college and they still are floundering and they're searching and they don't know. Maybe they know why they exist. Maybe they know their deeper purpose and they just have no clue how to make it happen. With that being said, you have to be able to understand, recognize, be aware of, and operate out of your strengths. A really, really good way to figure out what your strengths are and how you can best use them is to go to Gallup, G A L L U uh, P, Gallup, and and look up the Strengths Finders test. I wouldn't necessarily jump right into the the full StrengthsFinders test. I believe there's 34 total strengths, um, but there's a top five strengths and I would start out with that. Now, I'm not paid by Gallup. This is not a, a, an advertisement. This is just something that I did that really, really helped me narrow down my biggest strengths and how I could operate out of that both in the workplace and in my personal life. So if you're going to live out an amazing how, if you're going to have a beautiful strategy that helps you bring your deepest passion to reality, you've gotta be able to be aware of and operate out of your strengths. The second thing is you need to know what makes you different from other people. We just talked about how your strengths might be different, but you need to understand how to articulate that. In business, you'll hear of it as referred to as a unique selling proposition, or what sets you apart from the other people in your marketplace doing the same thing. When it comes to, to my experience, um, I will tell you as a chiropractor, I practice in beautiful Denver, Colorado, and there's a chiropractor seemingly on every corner here. <laughs> so if I came from the standpoint of I'm a chiropractor and my differentiator is I adjust the spine and help people's nervous systems, that is going to fall really flat because they're going to hear that seven times on their way to my office and it's not going to stand out. But if I have a really deep why, which is to help challenge the status quo for healthcare, help create people that are empowered to take back control of their health, and our how, the way that we separate ourselves from that is we use beautifully designed technology to get to the root cause of the problem because we know to see is to know. So to not see then would be to guess, and we're never going to guess with someone in their health. We have an incredibly impactful and insightful interview process to get somebody in the door and understand if we're the right fit for them or if they're the right fit for us. So we know that we can't be all things for all people. And then in addition to that, we, prov- we provide really effective care. It's gentle. It's specific. There's no twisting, no popping, no cracking. Now I've outlined a whole bunch of reasons why people would see our office as different from other chiropractors. In addition to that, we've summed this up in a beautiful statement that says we accept people as they are and celebrate their worth. We then educate them through intentional care and correction and classes. And then we help them give back and find other people in the community that they can then give back to because we believe that we're at our best when we feel our best, function our best, but also when we're contributing to a cause greater than ourselves. That is going to be a message that is so much different. Than any other chiropractor and so that's our unique selling proposition along with the fact that we've got an amazing team full of incredible individuals and we just have a ton of fun inside the practice we also do a lot of fun things to set us apart it's part of our how and it all comes from infusing ourselves into what we do that's the third and maybe the biggest part of the how is how do you infuse yourself your character what's important to you, what makes you tick, what gets you excited, what you love, what you enjoy. How do you infuse that into the work that you're doing and the why behind it? And one of the ways we do that is we have what we call Disney Wednesdays. So every Wednesday when people come in for care, we have a practice member that home makes cookies. So we do free cookie Wednesday and we do Disney Wednesday. That means Disney music plays all day, every Wednesday. And people live for that. They love it. We do uh, throwback Thursdays. We've got a throwback playlist, So the music is one way we do that. Every single month, we decorate the entire office to the nines, top to bottom, floor to ceiling with whatever theme we've decided for that month at our vision casting at the beginning of the year. This means everything's fresh. It stays fun. It's inviting. It's engaging. And in addition to that, we do a lot of give back events. Everything that we're doing is turning around and creating a better community. These are all things that are incredibly important to us. It's ways that we derive fulfillment from life. And we've just learned that if we perform our work that way, other people will be attracted to that, or I should say the right people will be attracted to that. And like I said at the beginning of this podcast, the wrong people won't, right? I'm telling you guys, we got to get over the notion that every single person that we run into needs our service or needs us in their life. There's going to be people that just don't jive. There's going to be people that just don't click and you got to let them go. So what we're looking for is we're looking to solidify our people and we're looking to help the people who aren't our people find their people. <laughs> but with that, the last example I have in terms of why the how is so important is is really uh, when I was a kid, my parents are super old school. And so when I was young and growing up, they had a saying that was obedience with the wrong attitude is not obedience at all. My parents had very early on established the why that As their parents, as our our authority figures, it was very, very important for our safety and for our security that we be very attentive and very obedient to the directives that they gave us. With that being said, though, if you had a child, or let's just think about it in the workplace, if you had an employee and you asked them to do something and they did it, but they did it with a horrible attitude, their how was very, very poor, is that going to be a satisfactory experience. The answer is absolutely not. Okay. So oftentimes the how is how we show up or or the attitude that we have. So here's my question for you as we wrap this up. Does your how reflect the right strategy to help you accomplish your why? Does your how utilize your unique strengths to the best of your ability? Does your how involve what's different about you how you express yourself, what's important to you, and how that sets you apart from the other people in your marketplace. And does it do that clearly? And does your how infuse everything that you love into the work that you do? If that is present, if you've got that clear why, your purpose, your cause, your belief, you've got an amazing how so that you can express your value to guide your actions and manifest that higher purpose, that why. The next episode when we talk about the what, the result of having a really, really deep and impactful why and being able to execute on that with a super, super awesome strategy being the the how, your what is going to lead to some pretty incredible results. So can't wait to dive into that with you guys here soon. Thanks so much for listening to this episode and I cannot wait to connect with you again. Um, look forward to uh, to seeing you guys here on the other side. You did it. You reached the end and hopefully you're one conversation, one episode closer to that breakthrough, to that success that you've been searching for. Again, you can like it, love it, share it, subscribe, whatever you want to do. I'm just grateful that you're here along for the ride. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.